This is Notoriously Episcopalian. My name is Kelly Hudlow. This is a podcast of sermons and musings all about the Christian faith and especially about being an Episcopalian. A sermon offered for the 13th Sunday after Pentecost, August 22, 2021, at St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Greensboro, Alabama. The principal text for the sermon is Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20, Paul's call to put on the whole armor of God. May I speak in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I'd be willing to bet that at some time or another in your life, you have worn a uniform. The first uniform I remember being required to wear was a school uniform, and it was sort of this plaid jumper thing with a, with a Peter Pan collar, and I absolutely hated it. Now, later on, I would take on other occasional uniforms for when I played softball. The longest uniform I probably wore in my youth was in high school. I would every Friday night put on the blue and gold uniform of the marching band that included a very fetching hat with a yellow plume on the front of it that we affectionately called a chicken. Now, as an adult, I have also worn uniforms. I work for a delivery company, and so would have to wear the uniform um, of that company. I would work in a kitchen, and so you'd wear the chef's coat and checked pants that that particular kitchen would use. More recently, when I ride my bike with a community group in Birmingham, we wear jerseys so that we can kind of see and identify each other. And of course, now as a priest in the church, I regularly wear the uniform of a cleric, which is a clergy collar, and on Sundays and special occasions, um, we get to wear really fancy uniforms uh, in the churches where we celebrate. If you yourself have made it through life without wearing a uniform at some point, you probably know one who, someone in your life that has. Whether it's a friend or family member that played sports or served in the military or serves as law enforcement or nurses or doctors, we know someone that can be very easily identified by the clothing that they wear. Now, we have uniforms for a variety of reasons. First, right, is so we know what team we are on, what place we work for. Sometimes our uniforms offer us protection, like the pads that football players wear or the special vests that police officers wear to protect them. Sometimes they are just simply designed to help us do our jobs. The chef's coat that I used to wear had pockets on the sleeves to where I could hold pens and pencils and more importantly, a meat thermometer. The bicycle jersey that I wear has three extra pockets in the back designed to let me hold a water bottle or other items so they're not falling out of my pockets down on my legs. It was also designed to be lightweight, quick-drying material, which I can tell you is very important in August in Alabama to have clothing that will dry out quickly. But perhaps the most important reason why we put on uniforms in our life 
is because it reminds us at that given moment when we're wearing that uniform, we are representing something other than just ourselves. It's our team, it's our school, it's our employer, it's our community. We stand there in a uniform representing not just us, but a whole group of people around us. Uniforms are different than everyday clothes, right? We pick our everyday clothes for comfort or style. That's the order I do it. Some people do it style and then comfort, but I choose comfort and then style. They're different than costumes that we maybe put on or fancy outfits that we wear on special occasions because a uniform is very much about the work or activity in the world that we are called to do as part of our larger community. Throughout the letter of Ephesians that we've heard for like the last six weeks, our second reading has been from the letter of Ephesians, we have learned absolutely remarkable things about what has happened through Jesus Christ. We have learned that God has united everything, everything that you can imagine in the universe, God has brought together and put under God's authority through Christ. God has taken us, broken, sinful humanity, and put us together and created something new and torn down all of the divisions that have separated us and made us one through Jesus Christ. We've learned that we were chosen by God before the creation of the world. And that not only have, have we been raised with Christ, but that we are already seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. Throughout this letter to a Christian community, we have been called to live lives as though those things I just said were really real, were true, not just words written in a book. And now our letter comes to a crescendo to the baptismal community we get this great call to arms because yes while the victory has been won in Christ Jesus we know that the work still continues and that evil has not yet been driven out of the world and so now we get a great call to arms I used to love it when we'd get this passage um, when I was a kid because that usually meant in Sunday school that our Sunday school teacher was going to give us arts and crafts supplies to make our armor of God so that we could put it on. And it normally meant that you would get away with hitting your neighbor with a hastily fashioned cardboard sword, at least for a moment or two. I loved it when this passage came up in the cycle. Now, almost as much as little kids love making cardboard weapons, the church has grabbed onto this passage because we love the militaristic language, like the language of strength that is found in this passage. And sometimes we have understood the taking on the full armor of God as being dressed for offensive combat and rooting out and destroying those amongst us that are different or disagreeable. But... If we read this passage that way, we're missing some big parts, and we need to slow down and go back and see what Paul is actually saying. First, and most importantly, while this passage uses the militaristic language of human armies, it is not a passage about our strength and power. This 
passage is solely about God's power to work in the world. It begins with, be strong in the Lord, and it should actually say, if we translated it a bit more accurately, be made strong in the Lord and in the strength of God's power. It is God's power working through us that has won the victory for us through Christ. Second, the armor of God that's being described is not a weapon to be wielded against people, even your neighbor in Sunday school. It is not a weapon that is to divide and cast people out. Remember, early on in Ephesians, Paul starts off by telling us that all of the old ways that we decided we could divide each other from each other have been torn down through Jesus. Our enemy is not each other. It is not our brothers and sisters. It is not other people. Our enemy is the rulers, the authorities, the cosmic powers of this present darkness, the spiritual forces, however they manifest themselves in the world. But we're not fighting against people. We're fighting against systems. We're fighting against systems of evil and injustice and oppression and against spiritual forces that continually assault the people of God to divide us and return us to our old way of life. The third thing we need to hear in this passage is that the victory is won. God has won. Jesus has defeated the grave. Death is overthrown. All of that is the reality that we live in right now, and we need to act like it. So we put on the whole armor of God, not because we're afraid that somehow we're going to get unsaved, but we put on the whole armor of God because we know that this is our reality, and that is what helps us stand firm in the reality of our salvation. So what is the uniform of a Christian? I wish I could say it was you just get to put on a funny shirt or wear funny vestments or even get the right t-shirt or wear a cross around your neck or some sort of human-made visible symbol that you believe in Jesus Christ. But that is not the uniform that God gives us. The uniform that we are called to wear, the putting on the whole armor of God, says that for us at our core is truth. And it's not a mean sort of truth that we decide that we get to be more right than our neighbor. It is the truth built on God's love and kindness. What we get to protect that core is righteousness, not self-righteousness, but the righteousness of God that is given to us by God's grace and that is built on mercy and justice. What is supposed to be our motivating factor, what's supposed to get our feet moving out in the world, is the gospel of peace. And when the world scoffs at us and attacks us for our loving, kind truth and our righteousness and our seeking of peace, then what our response is isn't just words, it's our faith and our trust that we are saved. It's our grounding in the word of God that is our defense against the evil powers of this world. This is what Christians wear that is supposed to tell the world who we are, who we're part of, who we represent, and what our work in the world is, which is the salvation of God's creation. And 
we carry these things not by our own power, because if it was left up to us, we would be about as effectual as me in Sunday school hitting my neighbor with a cardboard sword. But it's left up to the power of God working through us and then through the community of Christ. And what keeps us connected, even if we can't see all of these things, even though our uniform isn't a visual sign like a football jersey, is the prayers that we say every Sunday and every day that ties us to each other here at St. Paul's in Greensboro, to the wider church in Alabama, and to the Church of Christ across the world. This call to arms from the letter of Ephesians is simply to be reminded that as a people of faith redeemed through Jesus Christ, we are to be strengthened by God, dressed in the armor of God, bound together in prayer with St. Paul and all the saints, and that we are called once again to stand firm in truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation so that we can make known with boldness the mystery that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen.